This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Bilqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. It is Thursday, 26th of November. I'm very happy it is Thursday. It's been a long week and the weather is amazing. It, 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 it definitely is. We are so excited that it's finally Thursday and I hope you're all excited for the weekend just as much as we are. But we have big news right here in the UAE and all around the world that we are excited to share with you regarding what is happening in the tech world. We're going to be starting with the Emirates Lunar Mission. The UAE has plans to head to the moon by the year 2024 and the logo for this amazing accomplishment has finally been revealed and we're going to be telling you all about what it resembles. Yes, and Twitter is making headlines once again, but not for its fleets like the Instagram stories, but it's going to show a warning when you try to like a label tweet and Twitter verification will return early next year. So for a while, Twitter (laughs) was not verifying anyone. Any tweet was not being verified and now we're seeing that return next year. But we have a live in-studio interview, don't we, Omnia? Yes, indeed. We have a very special guest, two special guests that will be joining us today. And it's all about space. This is the theme of today because we're going to be talking about the UAE's first landmark that resembles and stands for the UAE Hope Probe Mars mission. Members of a group of Emirati designers and engineers that created a space-themed fountain will be joining us today. Abdulaziz Al-Mahiri and Salim Al-Mas'abi will be telling us all about what inspired them to create this amazing landmark as well as how they were actually able to develop this idea. Yes, indeed. Lots of stuff that are interesting to talk about today. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we got everything that's happening in the tech world right here, right now. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. The UAE has its eyes on the moon and the lunar mission is actually set to launch in the year 2024. But we have very exciting news today because the logo for the Emirates lunar mission was revealed earlier this week. It actually has a phenomenal design, if I were to say personally. Mm -hmm. It features seven stars representing each of the country's Emirates. And it's a circular logo that actually contains a historical and sentimental touch. Yes, and the Arabic signature of Sheikh Rashid, who is the late ruler of Dubai and the father of the present ruler, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, is inscribed over the moon. Now, looking at the logo, I'm telling you, it is beautifully pieced. The seven emirates, it has everything that you need jam-packed into that logo. Now, the color scheme of the logo does look like the the moon's surface, and the image does highlight the fact that this is the first Arab mission to the lunar surface. Yes, indeed. Now, it's very important to also mention that the lunar mission actually holds a lot of dreams for many Emirati youth that are always that have always been dreaming of actually going to the moon. But just like every huge project, it takes a lot of planning. And this is exactly why the UAE is actually planning to send the rover to the regions of the moon in the year of 2024. Now, it's been a while since we've had any mission going to the moon. But as part of the Emirates lunar mission, The robotic explorer is actually also named the Rashid rover and it's going to be sending back nearly a thousand images from the surface of the moon and collecting data on what the lunar soil is like. Now, a lot of us may be wondering what 
why would the surface of the moon matter to us right here on Earth? It actually matters a lot because A, it shows if the moon would be a habitable space for human beings, but it's also a great accomplishment because it's fully built by UAE engineers. Now, when we talk about the year 2024, we kind of think, oh my God, 2024, that's a long way from now. <laughs> but we're already going into 2021 and in three years we'll be done. Now, again, Omnia, we're talking about why going to the moon, why going to the lunar planet, to, yeah. to the lunar moon. Now, because once upon a time, we're going to have to go to Mars. So they are kind of looking at it as a hub docking station mm -hmm. where you'll go first from the Earth to the moon and continue the journey to Mars from the moon. So we have to start piece by piece. And this is a great step, not only for the UAE, but for the Arab nations. Absolutely. And looking at the Rashid rover and what it's going to be including, it will have four cameras that can move horizontally and vertically. It's also equipped with 3D cameras and a microscope that also allows us to take thermal imaging throughout its cameras. Now, the sensors and the systems will actually enable the rover to analyze the characteristics of the soil, what the dust is composed of, and it actually tests out the radioactivity of yeah. the soil on the moon and the moon's surface rocks. Now, engineers are planning to build the structure so that the lander's devices and engines are well protected because we do know once you send the rover to yeah. space, you need to have a plan B on the it's rover itself. It's out there on its own. It's its own uh, flying bird. Yes. Now, let's give you a little bit of a timeline how things will go until 2024. So we're looking at the engineering model being finalized by 2021, mm -hmm. followed by a manufacturing in 2022. The testing phase will take place in 2023, and hopefully, inshallah, it will be planned for 2024, the official launch. Now, the rover will also test new exploration techniques on the moon, which will help assess the UAE's capability before embarking on this manned mission to Mars. So again, kind of like a testing phase, a test run to see how well the rovers will, will take on space. Yes, indeed. And speaking of great accomplishments in the field of space, Sara Al-Amri, who is the Minister of State for Advanced Sciences and chair of the UAE Space Agency was actually announced yesterday to be the BBC's 100 Woman in 2020. So it's definitely a great achievement happening in the space sector and we are so excited yes. to share with you all the latest updates that arise from that. Yeah, and she will also lead the country's plans to send an unmanned craft to the moon by 2024. So we're looking at a lot of achievements from Sara Al-Amiri. Great job to her and great job to the UAE. But let's go into the Twitterverse for a quick <laughs> second and how it's going to show a warning when you try to like a labeled tweet. Now, for people who are not too much on Twitter nowadays, ever since the presidential elections, I think about two, three months ago, yeah. you actually, let me rephrase that. <laughs> ever since the COVID-19 pandemic, there's been a lot of tweets that if you talk about coronavirus, COVID-19, it will have a label that if you want actual factual information, you do need to go to an official CDC website or to whatever country you're in, any, you're in government official platform. YouTube has actually been doing the same thing. Any video that has COVID-19 mentioned in it, you'll find a quick link to the CDC yes. website so that you can get more factual information. Yes. Now, ahead of the 2020 election, Twitter did begin showing a warning if you tried to retweet a tweet that had been labored for potentially including misleading information. Now, time and time again, Omni and I and a lot of people, a lot of governments are talking about how misleading information can cause uh, catastrophes it because <laughs> if you're getting information that is not true not factual you might act upon that information thus harming yourself and harming others we've seen that with the coronavirus pandemic and it often happens in the medical field whether it's asthma we i mean i talked about how misleading misleading information on facebook 
caused a mother to kind of substantially kill her own child because she stopped giving him his asthma medicine, but instead let him smell scents of candles. <laughs> yes, and, and she was going for all those remedies that Facebook home remedies. home remedies that a lot of people on Facebook were actually sharing. But Twitter is now planning to expand that warning functionality to where every time you try to like a labeled tweet, the company will actually, which is Twitter, will actually show you exactly the percentage yes. of misleading information that this tweet holds. Mm. So that's also a very good added feature to it. Yes, Omni. And now let's look into the details and mechanisms. Yeah. Obviously, AI is being implemented in this feature. Machine learning, catching on certain words and phrases and researching it. So a lot of a lot of it is going into play because we know Twitter. Twitter is a big, big world. So obviously, you're not going to have one from the support team looking at every, <laughs> every, single, single, tweet. every single tweet. So AI and machine learning are implemented in this simple retweet feature. And just goes to show two things. How far is Twitter going to combat misleading information? And number two, how far our technology is going, AI and machine learning? And, ladies mm. and gentlemen, Twitter verification <laughs> is coming back. Yes, indeed. For all those of you who are excited to basically have an option to get your account verified, Twitter has finally announced that it would relaunch its verification process early next year. However, it is also include, including brand new guidelines for all those users who are seeking out that golden small blue badge. Yes, I want that <laughs> one so bad. I, I, I just feel instantly important. When you're Any, verified? Anyone who's who's verified, you do feel that they're important. Let us know your guys' thoughts. <laughs> 4215. Or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. We're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back... When we come back, we are going to have a very interesting discussion all about the UAE's first landmark that represents the Hope Probe Mars mission. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. The UAE has remarkably positioned itself in the space industry and just this year alone we've seen endless accomplishments and the most major of them all has been the launch of the Hope Probe Mars mission uh, back I think it happened in July or beginning of mm. August if I'm not mistaken um, but the space fountain is actually an innovative idea that celebrates this remarkable achievement and it was designed completely by Emirati Youth it's the first landmark in the UAE that is related to the space industry joining us today are two of the Emirati designers and engineers who are behind this amazing space themed fountain Abdelaziz Al-Mahiri and Salim Al-Masabi are joining us today thanks a lot for coming on to the show Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. It's great to have you guys on the show. Now, let's start and throw you the first question, Saddam. Can you tell us more about the des design of the fountain and how it resembles the Hope Probe? Um, well, just to be um, exact, it, it represents the launch yeah. of the Hope Probe. And um, uh, it's unlike many fountains, to be honest. It's a, it's, it's a unique because... Um, it it has the optical illusion of the launching of the ro the hop pop uh, rocket. Mm -hmm. um, the water movement, um, to be honest, it was the, the the key element of hiding the structure inside and give that illusion of of the launch of the yeah. of the um, of the rocket, and um, it gives that um, um, that show. Yeah. It, it it looks like a show of uh, of of a launching uh, rocket. 
Amazing. I mean, we all, especially astronauts, they all look forward to that moment when the, the rocket itself launches. So to get a fountain that will constantly replay this moment is definitely phenomenal. Uh, a question for you, Abdelaziz. How will this landmark inspire the Emirati youth to pursue the study of space and sciences? Okay, uh, where is the, there is uh, a hope. Yeah. There is uh, actually uh, an inspiration. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid said, actually, uh, we say what we do and we do what we say. Yeah. Uh, so from this driven uh, world and uh, this achievement, I mean, it must be, uh, uh, I mean, uh, a proud moment for each uh, Emirati youth yeah. uh, that uh, they need to work very hard and uh, they need to uh, look for uh, a bright uh, future where it's driven by the country and by uh, the leadership of this country. Mm. And uh, there is nothing impossible for the UAE, alhamdulillah. And uh, as a youth, we need to be uh, behind our uh, leadership and Mm. pushing this uh, uh, landmark forward. Mm. And uh, this achievement that uh, will be achieved by the UAE youth. Mm-hmm. Now, now this achievement is not only for the UAE, but for the Arab world in general. And the UAE Space Agency are doing a lot of big things. And we are proud as Muslims, as Arabs, we are proud of what the UAE is doing. And uh, I mean, just just a proud moment in general. Absolutely. Now, looking at uh, what you've mentioned, Abdelaziz and Salim, the Emirati youth have accomplished so much, especially in the space industry. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about your story with the Space Fountain? I think Salim has mentioned that you were also, uh, you got yourself together from different parts, different sectors exactly, to create exactly. this achievement. Uh, yeah, that's that's how, um, that's what united us actually. To um, We had a shared uh, goal mm. to celebrate um, this achievement, mm. to, to make uh, something symbolized, whether it's a, it's a landmark, whether it's um, uh, it's something to remind the people onward, the next generation, that this was the spark of it. This is the, the moment. And mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, all of us have different jobs and different yeah. <laughs> locations. And uh, the work we did, we did after uh, our working times. We used to go from like uh, midnights and evenings just to polish this idea and to make sure it represents itself in a, in a very good way. And mm. how many members are behind uh, the Space Fountain? Uh, how many members are, are in the team? We are actually five. Five. Uh, uh, as a leader, I lead the project uh, with uh, Salem. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a uh, uh, female uh, gender on yeah. the, in the team. And she's the designer. And we have also other two, uh, uh, one for media and one for the uh, project development. Amazing, amazing. Very proud. We're going to be taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen. But when we come back, we're going to jump into the fountain a little bit more. <laughs> so keep Pulse 95 locked because we'll be right back. Technologic. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Take this out. Take this out. Pulse 95. Designing a rocket and waiting for that moment of launch is definitely one of the most amazing feelings whenever engineers and every person who is a part of any mission teams up, they all wait for that magical countdown. And luckily enough, right here in the UAE, we were actually the first country to do this countdown in Arabic. Mm -hmm. But to keep this moment alive for years and years ahead and for our next generations, two 
Emirati designers are joining us today who are a part of a much bigger team uh, who actually were working on the Space Fountain, an innovative idea that was designed completely by Emirati youth and it's the first landmark in the UAE that is related to the space industry. Abdulaziz Alimheri and Salim Al Misabi are joining us today to tell us a little bit more about what inspired them to create this amazing landmark as well as their thought process. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you. you for, thank you so much, guys. Now, how did you develop this idea and what was the process, Salim? Um, to be honest, it's the, it's the journey that we're enjoying more than like the mm-hmm. destination. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we started with the question is how we can um, symbolize this uh, achievement into into um, a physical thing. Mm. Um, we, the first brainstorm uh, sessions we did, it was we should we do a moral and and then should we mix it or um, with like water and stuff like that? And um, slowly, slowly, with a bit of research, um, we, we stumbled upon a couple of artists who design things called uh, special fountains called floating fountains. It's mm. a category in fountains where they purely focus on optical illusion. Mm. And uh, from that uh, from that approach, we started you know making it bigger, and it was indoor. The idea it started indoor and it's very small. And then a bit of uh, 3D printing we started doing, and a bit, and um, it moved into uh, studying it and making it something uh, like 30 meter high, and it, it, uh, it the feasibility study approves it, and then that's how uh, we came up with it. Amazing. And where is it located at the moment? If someone wants to go ahead and check it out. Uh, to be honest, it's still the, In the, the entities. Yeah, the entities uh, that we are assign, uh, that we're talking with. We're still discussing the like the premium location mm-hmm. that we don't want to um, rush it yeah. because we we're, we're looking at the infrastructure of the place and uh, the size of it and um, mm-hmm. what comes with it. Uh, it's just uh, Abdulaziz later will talk that we're not um, trying to just make a fountain. It's it's much a bigger uh, project than yeah. that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Now, what inspired you to come up with the idea, Saida? Um, the first and the most that uh, mm. every uh, Emirati actually mm. take prize in is uh, seeing our uh, late father Sheikh Zayed uh, Allah Allah vision uh, comes comes to life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's an emotional it's a, it's 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 a phenomenal experience that we mm. see what's happening with the space industry in the UAE, and uh, it 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 really um, drove us. To create something, so his vision was the the spark of this uh, project. And um, moving on, uh, seeing the um, the launch of the whole probe, as as you said, it, it's it it was a remarkable experience. Everybody um, everybody didn't um, imagine it as as soon they see it, and as soon like we're seeing like that's already crossed half uh, of the dist- uh, of the distance that's supposed to be. And and it's just like a dream because it's it's a it's such a great accomplishment in such in such a short time. Yeah. So um, the the this was the start and the what motivated us that what gave us the drive to to do it. But in terms of design and 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 let's say aesthetic of it, um, there are a couple of uh, factors. One of them is the Japanese American artist uh, Isamu Nogishi is um, he did nine floating fountains in. Uh, Osaka Expo 70 and yeah Expos used to exist back in the like 1970s. Yeah, that yeah, piece was, of information really shocked me honestly. Yeah, I was, <laughs> that I was food, food well. for thought. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, in terms of style, we really don't. We wanted to add uh, calligraphy to it because um, we're still in the United Arab uh, Emirates. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a culture that we want to reflect, mm-hmm. 
And um, the Museum of Future was one of the main inspiration that we saw, like how they polished it, how they created it. And um, yeah, this this pretty much uh, factors that uh, played a key role in shaping up what we uh, have accomplished. It's very amazing. I like how what you were inspired from and how you guys did your research and forming the team. I mean, it's basically amazing. It's definitely one success story that generations ahead will keep retelling. But uh, I want to go back to what you've mentioned about the style of the rocket. Mm. What made you draw that analogy and what made you want to replicate the sensation of the smoke whenever mm. the rocket launches with the water? How did you get that? idea to connect both well it was not like this yeah <laughs> it was more of a, of a teamwork mm. we used to do a lot of brainstorms we used to do a lot of ideas because it started with um we wanted to do um the water coming down up and we didn't think of the what making a waterfall mm. and first thought as i said it was a moral but water coming out yeah. of the wall mm. but it was not quite 3d and people cannot go around mm -hmm. it and um a bit of 3D design, uh, the Muna, Muna Laidros, uh, who helped us a lot in, in designing and visualizing it. And um, yeah, from, from that point, when you experiment, mm. you fall into great ideas. And when we started to experiment more and more and more, we started seeing that it shouldn't be indoor, shouldn't be small. Mm. It can be big and it can have illuminant lighting inside and it mm -hmm. can have music and it have all these things. So it's it's... Mm. It uh, developed across experiments and across uh, brainstorms. Yeah, now you guys said you guys, your team did a lot of brainstorming, but obviously in 2020, we had the coronavirus pandemic mm. and social distancing, a lot of <laughs> things going on and a lot of fear being implemented to the people. So I want to ask you guys, Aziz, what are the main challenges that you and your team faced? Okay, uh, actually, uh, uh, we have a lot of challenges actually faced us. The, first of all, the pandemic was very surprising. Yeah, and uh, things it's happened. Uh, they launched very closely. The uh, I mean uh, last uh, July, mm. the prop, uh, the hope prop, and it was uh, really uh, to gather them and to talk to them uh, to 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 gain the time and uh, uh, mm. uh, to build this team also and the idea. Mm to buy in their uh, 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 themselves to yeah. this idea. It was very difficult actually to get this engagement. But however, I mean, uh, uh, with the uh, open-minded, with, with, with a good uh, approach and mm -hmm. with uh, 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 the hope that we have, uh, we want to present this uh, uh, achievement as a, uh, uh, as a, la a landmark in the, in the, in the ground. Yeah. Uh, the team was established very fast. Uh, we had good communication. One meeting, uh, actually, I, I met with uh, Salem uh, previously, and uh, uh, from there we engage uh, and uh, we come together. And we had also, uh, you know, the the challenges of uh, 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 as a pandemic that we cannot meet yeah. in one uh, in one in one place. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had this youth uh, center in, in Abu Dhabi. Actually, it was. Uh, uh, good place to meet. They have a lot of meeting rooms, uh, a lot of uh, facilities that are available for us to together, and uh, uh, to have a, a good uh, meeting uh, environment to establish these uh, uh, yeah. ideas and to come together. Another thing, also, the technology was one of the challenges. Mm. 
plus uh, i will say that uh, the challenges actually it is uh, um, an opportunities mm-hmm. and uh, uh, reflect uh, in uh, delivering things mm-hmm. okay so when you have a challenge actually it, it's open your mind to to find a good opportunity and this is, was an opportunity for us to to together and uh, to come uh, there And uh, I will say that uh, nothing, um, I mean, our leadership, actually, the UAE leadership, they are uh, an example for us in in, in taking the challenges. And this is what happened in the pandemic. The challenges that the UAE faced in the pandemic, it's become now an opportunity Mm -hmm. for a business, for uh, 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 economical uh, innovation. Uh, still the connection and the interaction happened from the leadership with the uh, uh, community. It was Mm -hmm. there. So the same things. This is these drivers actually. It is driving us to 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 achieve any challenges. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and we've definitely seen the outcome speak for itself. An experience that many yeah. people will definitely be showcasing for generations to come. We're going to be taking a short break, but once we come back, we're going to be talking about the future plans for this amazing monument. If you have any questions for the two Emirati engineers, make sure you send them in at four two one five door to salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse ninety five radio. This is Pulse ninety five. Check this out. Sheikh Zayed had a vision that made the UAE what it is today, happy land filled with opportunities. But one of Sheikh Zayed's dreams were actually embracing the space sector. And this is exactly what we've seen many Emirati youth do. First off, with the launch of the first UAE astronaut, Hazza al-Mansouri, and this was only the beginning of several accomplishments to come. The latest of them all has been the launch of the Hope Probe mission. To keep this moment alive, Emirati youth and designers and engineers have actually come together to create a monument, the space fountain that we are very proud to be discussing today on the show. Today we are joined by Abdul Aziz Al-Mahiri and Salim Al-Mas'abi who have been walking us through their journey with coming up with this idea. Thanks a lot for joining us. It's a pleasure having you guys on the show. Now, what was the timeline of this project, Salim? Um, <coughs> I think the whole probe was the spark of it. In the late July, before mm. when they started mm. the countdown, mm. um, we started um, we started thinking of the ideas of how we should celebrate this. It mm. could be even as a design or as a moral, as I explained earlier. Yeah. And uh, moving on from July onward, we're trying, and I think um, we matched our um, our launch. Yeah. Or the same date of the like the same date of when Hazam sorry came back from space. So we're trying to make it. You know, like um, synchronized, yeah, synchronized, yeah. And make it not on any any date. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was uh, about three months of uh, of lots of Zoom meetings <laughs> and lots of uh, like um, prototypes and 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 interviews with, yeah, yeah. with different engineers and and companies. So yeah, three months it was, and and we launched about like at the end of October. We yeah, mm-hmm. the end of October. so pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Abdul Aziz, a lot yeah. of us may be wondering right now, what is the next step? How do you plan to advance it? And can you tell us a little bit about your process of exploring different rocket styles when considering to do the space fountain? Okay, uh, I mean we design it in the way that uh, uh, it will be uh, as a landmark. So uh, to do it in this way, actually, we found three basic ideas, either to be a fountain, a simple fountain, uh, landed in uh, somewhere uh, in the public uh, mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. or uh, to have it as a, a, a museum, a space museum uh, land, okay, 
where uh, people actually can have uh, good knowledge about the achievement of uh, UAE step by step. Telling the full story started from Sheikh uh, Zaid, uh, the vision and ending with achieving this uh, uh, in the last uh, June. Plus also um, that um, uh, we will uh, will have the uh, space uh, dist- uh, district. So uh, it's be a, uh, it can be implemented in a, a commercial uh, uh, idea where uh, uh, you will have uh, this landscape uh, fountain around the, around a shopping uh, area where people can come as a tourism and they uh, see this achievement as a good achievement. So, uh, I mean, uh, uh, and uh, they, uh, we can also translate that to an, uh, uh, that this is the first uh, 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 fountain uh, uh, yeah. prop in the world uh, where people actually come and look at it as a real uh, uh, model yeah. of, uh, of, of uh, props. And something amazing you did mention that uh, to tell the full story, to even back in the day when Sheikh Zayed, uh, Allah Yerhamah, he did have that vision of going to space and going to the moon and space exploration. That story can be told with the fountain. Yes, and this is what actually we uh, we think that one of the idea to have a, a, a space mu- a museum telling the story of the uh, fountain uh, the, uh, and the prop from the beginning. Yeah, yes. from this Bayan uh, uh, vision. Absolutely. Uh, one piece of advice, uh, Abdulaziz and Salim, that you wish you knew when you were first starting out on the journey of brainstorming to create this space fountain. You what? can start, Salim. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to be honest, um, I'd like to leave uh, the youth and um, anyone, to be honest, in the UAE or outside the UAE um, with this advice. It could be cliche to hear. Just mm. do it, to be honest. Um, a lot of people um, do a lot of preparing and um, think too much into ideas or worry too much about this idea could be stolen or or, or whatever reason that mm. holds them and make them procrastinate criticism for yeah, example yeah and like not being bold enough yes and if you believe in your idea just do it if you fail you still win the experience and you will learn and this is what you should do you should you should always um, try to do things uh, and and um, right now in this age and this time innovation is a currency and it's a it's a very expensive currency that countries fight just to find the right uh, innovators to to build things so mm. um, you should people should not just think within the boundaries of of, of their uh, of the, say their work or, uh, uh, or or their environment they should really think of how to come up with innovative ideas creative ideas that help their community or help their country or be different Wise words from Salem, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Wise words. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we wish you the very best of luck in everything that you are about to endeavor on. But Future Talk is coming to an end. And it is the weekend. We wish you a blessed weekend. And you can catch us again, same time, same place, on Sunday. Yes, indeed. We're going to jump in our spaceship (laughs) and make our own story. Thank you to Abdulaziz and Sam so much. We are proud of you. The Future Talk team is proud of you. And the whole UAE is proud of you. Thank you guys so much. And we are proud of you both. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You can still catch the rest of our shows on Pulse95. Coming up is Afternoon Karak with Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah. So keep Pulse95 locked. We'll see you next time. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.